Hey, what's going on? This is Jeremy Thone, Marketing Director of 3PL Systems and host of 3PL Live. Excited to share an interview with Kelly Ginnelsberger. She is the Partner Manager over at Parade AI, Capacity Management Software, one of our partners. Really interesting conversation because I don't know a whole lot about partner management and I just kind of picked Kelly's brain on what her role is. They go around, she goes around managing about 18 different partners and goes to different events throughout the year. They also do some happy hours in specific places like Chicago, LA, etc. Anyways, I hope that it was a really interesting conversation with Kelly. I hope you enjoy. Hey Kelly, thanks for coming on to 3PL Live. I am excited to speak with you. Would you mind just introducing yourself and your role over at Parade? Sure. Hi, everyone. My name is Kelly Gindelsberger. I'm the partner manager at Parade. Very cool. What does the partner manager actually do? And I'm going to double up here and ask you another question too. And how is your experience at Freight Waves in Cleveland? Sure. Yeah, I'll start with Freight Waves. Freight Waves was great. It's always great to get out and see some of my partners in person. Got to love those those warm embraces, right? As opposed mm-hmm. to um, just Zoom, like you know we do most of the time. So it's great getting to see some partners in person, great getting to meet some new potential partners, talk to our customers in person, walk around the show, kind of see what new tech is out there, what what is existing tech working on now, and just hear what's what's going on in the industry. I know Anthony, our CEO, shared some stuff about our new co-driver product, which is really hmm. exciting. Um, some of our partners ex- shared some exciting news as well. It's fun hearing the buzz. They had a uh, happy hour at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which I've never been to. That was that huh. was a highlight for sure. What's the event like? I've never, I've, we actually have tickets to F3. So we're planning on going to that oh, one yeah. in Chattanooga. Is it pretty big? Yeah. Like, is there a lot of people there? And was it pretty interesting as far as like a lot of the booths? I always love going around and just looking at the marketing and all the booths and <laughs> checking out the copy and everything and nerding out. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Since you're a marketing guy, I could totally see you nerding out as you're walking through the exhibition hall. So it's like that. You know, I saw you at TIA in April. Mm -hmm. So it's like that with booths, but it's not, they're not booths. I want to say they're almost like conversation pods is like a name Mm -hmm. I gave them because it's really just, there's no tables. It's really just kind of a stand for a laptop, um, a place to put your bags, the sign for your company and then a, a place to stand. So I felt like conversation pod should be coined by someone at Freeways. <laughs> but it was very yeah. open. The flow was really great. They had some really great uh, speaking engagements, uh, chances for people to learn uh, you know, what's new, chances for companies to show what they're doing now, et cetera. And then they had some networking opportunities as well. It's always, which is always my favorite. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anthony, your CEO, Anthony Sarja, he did a a GPT demo, right? Of that yeah. copilot program that you guys are doing with yeah. ChatGPT hooked up to Parade. Yeah, it's really cool. It's uh, there's a lot of buzz around it right now, so I'm excited to see as it continues to progress and um, when we eventually release it, it's going to be really exciting. Yeah, I'm excited. It seems like a really cool, interesting product. So, what's the deal with like a partner manager? What exactly does a partner manager do? Like, what are some of your responsibilities? Sure, great question. So, as partner manager, it's my job to manage. The relationships of our partners. Um, it's my job to make sure that our partners understand who is Parade, what does Parade do, what value would Parade bring one of my customers. Say I work at a TMS, right? Say I work at 3PL Systems. Mm-hmm. It's my job to work with Michael, right, on your team. Make sure he understands who Parade is, what we do, what kind of value we would bring one of his customers. Like, why would he want to? tell one of his customers about Parade and what value mm-hmm. does our integration 
bring to that mutual customer. That's what it's about. You know, you're not, you don't, you know, your customers that you work so hard to develop those relationships and that rapport with them. You don't want to just tell them about any technology or, you know, send them to anyone, right? It needs to be something very reputable that truly delivers value. And so it's my job to make sure our partners understand that about Parade. It's also my job to work with the sales team and hear, hey, what are our customers saying? Which uh, which integrations are they asking for? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, potentially reaching out to those companies or asking those customers, you know, hey, can you bring us in? Can you do a customer request to the company? Um, trying to like drive that demand. Because if we have a lot of mutual customers, an integration might make sense, right? As long as it brings value, um, maybe an extra workflow to the customers, that's going to be rock solid. Mm. Tell me a little bit about the AirPod thing that you guys are giving away as well, because I know that you guys are working on a little bit of a promotion as well, if you yeah. wouldn't mind just sharing that if you can. Sure, sure. So um, what we found is that, uh, you know, everyone pretty much, right, everyone's got one of these at their desk. Um, or if you're an Android person, um, mm-hmm. maybe you've got Beats or, you know, another brand that you use, but you don't too often see anybody with those uh, the wires anymore, right? So it's, it's something people can put to use. And if I'm a customer and if, if I work at a brokerage and I've I've been hearing about Parade, I've seen their stuff. Okay, like it looks slick, but I just don't have time. I don't have time. I'm very busy trying to hit my goals. But let's say, you know, Michael at 3PL Systems says, hey, hey, Mr. Customer or Ms. Customer, uh, you would be a great candidate for Parade. I've mentioned them to you before. And we're actually running a promotion with them right now. If you finally see a demo, like I've been, you know, suggesting you do over the past, you know, couple months, they're going to send you AirPods or a uh, or DoorDash for the team, like a like a lunch and learn if you see the demo. So it's just like an extra. You maybe been thinking about it, um, but hey, when you throw some skin in the game, like some AirPods or some food for the team, uh, sometimes that gets people to finally set aside some time. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you're going to do it anyways, it kind of just gives you that extra oomph to go out there and do it. So I think that that's a great promotion and I'm a big fan of the AirPods and then who doesn't love a good lunch? So love that. I know that there's various titles in partner roles. Some are more on the marketing side. Some are more on the partner management side. Where exactly do you sit and like, how do you untangle some of that? Because it is a little confusing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, in partnerships, sometimes you see people come from more of like a sales background which is where my background is before partnerships. And then sometimes you see people come from more of a marketing background, which I I do have that, but just uh, a little farther back in my experience. Partner marketing would basically be marketing the integration, marketing the partnership, doing marketing specifically with those partners, maybe coordinating events, coordinating sponsorships for some of those larger industry shows like we just talked about. Really just letting the industry know about the partnership, what value does it bring? Are we going to co-host an event, et cetera? And then doing that for each one of the partners. Partner manager, uh, partner manager position would be maybe a little more like a little more on the sales side of things. So I work really closely with our sales team. I say, mm-hmm. you guys, hey, when you're having these customer discussions, what are you hearing? Are you hearing customers saying, hey, I don't have a TMS? Because if that's the case, I've got one for you. Or maybe a couple that might fit mm-hmm. what that customer is looking for based on their needs and goals, right? 
So I try to, you know, keep in front of them, you know, hey, with our partners, this is the value they bring. This is what sets them apart and try to get them introduced to our partners when I can. And then, of course, on the flip side as well, right? So my customer might say, or sorry, my, one of my AEs might say, hey, Kelly, I've been working to get in front of XYZ brokerage for months. I'm having a really hard time. They did share with me that they're a 3PL Systems customer. I know mm-hmm. your buddies with Michael at 3PL Systems <laughs> and mm-hmm. the team. Kelly, do you think you could ask them if maybe they could give me a warm intro or maybe would this customer be a good candidate for parade? Is now a good time Mm. in their buying cycle, et cetera? It's not for everyone, right? But we can deliver a ton of value and we've delivered really great results to a lot of brokerages. You know, we try to, you know, spread that word, right? So when we work with our partners, that would be like an example of how a partner manager would work more on the sales side in many instances. To try to to try to help expand expand the reach. Yeah, it makes sense. What do you guys? How do you guys like identify partners that you would actually want to work with? Is a lot of the times does it happen organically? Because I, I would assume you work with obviously a lot of TMSs would be like the main yeah. kind of base layer. Uh, but how do you guys find like the the newer partnerships that you're working on? Yeah, great question. Honestly, our customers because our customers. Now, when I say customers. They're either existing customers or they're prospects, right? We would like Mm. for them to become our customer. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Fair. But when our sales team is having those discussions, right, the AEs, the sales engineers, they are hearing from these customers and potential customers what technologies they're using, where they are finding the most value. And then they might say, it'd be real great if you integrated this technology with parade, mm. because then I could view that capacity data, for example, within parade, you know, so maybe there's a new load board that has a very, um, not even new, right? Like maybe new to us, like a new integration we're um, entertaining that has like a very uh, niche subset of capacity that they, that they post out, right? Mm-hmm. We've got customers, brokerages that they like to work those and uh, their customers require that, require that, right? So then they'll say, hey, it'd be really great if you could inter- integrate with XYZ load board because that way we could see that data within Parade as well. So that, that would just be an example. Um, mm. It's really, yeah, it's really like what the customers are asking for. And it's going to be, it's got to save them a workflow, right? It's going to create a new workflow. It's got to save them time. It's got to bring them value. We're not just going to integrate with somebody because, you know, they've got a cool logo or like their brand is hot or whatever. It's got to create value because really to do those integrations, it takes time, right? For both teams. That's something uh, that not a lot of people have a lot of extra of right now is time. Mm. How do you guys get aligned too with like, I mean, is it a lot of the times the technical folks talking about like the APIs and then like you talking to Mike and me, or how, do, how does that kind of go down to get in alignment? Because it is tough, like when you're you're representing your company, we're representing our company. That I feel like those parts are always a little bit difficult at times, but we, we always figure it out. I've definitely learned a lot in this role, working with a lot of the more technical people, both at our partners and at Parade. When I talk to a new partner and they say, hey, um, yeah, we've got, we've got open APIs, here's the link that's great for us, right? Because our team can just take a look. Is it something where we could just connect in, add it into one of the sprints later on the year? Or is it 
going to be a little more cumbersome, right? Based on the type of environment they have. So I've learned, I've learned a lot about that. And I've learned that those things really do take time. But yeah, so anytime, like, for example, if there was some sort of, you know, hiccup, right? Like we've got, you know, like a shared Slack channel, I think. And like our, our tech people are like on it, right? They, they're, they, I don't, I don't ever hear about any sort of issues sure. uh, with, our, with our companies, with our company in particular, but um, yeah, the, usually the, the more technical people that work on the integration are, are on it, it gets resolved pretty quickly. It's very interesting. So how many different partners are you managing at the moment? Would you say it's like probably a dozen or so or more? Overall, it's probably closer to 18, but maybe like day-to-day people that I'm connected to on Slack working with day-to-day is probably 10. But we've we've got a lot more partnerships than that. Um, but, you know, some of them, like, for example, maybe one of our syndication partners, you know, once that integration is set up, it's set up. So their capacity data is in parade and then we're sending data back to them. And, you know, if something gets booked, it'll get taken off. And, you know, ultimately they are selling to carriers a lot of the times and we're selling to to brokerages. And so it's like, well, we have everything set up and it's working well. So, you know, we might not work as much uh, as closely, right? As, as opposed to like, say, the TMS partners, right? I work very, very closely with them for sure because Parade sits on top of the TMS. So mm-hmm. having a strong integration and partnership with the TMS is vital. And you guys have a partnership, pretty strong partnership too with DIT, I saw. Yeah, we do. Like yeah. as well, right? Yes, yes. DIT is a great, great partner, strong partnership. And I think one of our first partnerships, I mean, it, it predates me for sure. I've been here about 15 months. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly how long we've been integrated with them, but I know it's been, it's been, it's been quite a while. What advice do you have for, I guess, companies, it could be anything, I guess, software companies that are looking to roll out some of these initiatives with like partners and like, how do some of them fall short? Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that any really out there come across to me as like, oh, like they're falling short. But I would just, I would just encourage people as they're looking to set up good partnerships is to work with great people that have great technology that can deliver a value, an added value to your customer base, whether it's a new workflow or some sort of thing with that integration where the sum is going to be greater than the separate parts, right? So like a one plus one equals three, that's a good Mm. analogy. An analogy I like better is that chocolate plus peanut butter is greater, right? (laughs) Than if you were to eat them separately. It is. (laughs) But yeah, I think it's just about, you know, having great partner programs. I think a lot of it is communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, communication is very, very important in this role, right? Because you just got to be transparent. You know, hey, hey, partners, we've got a new product. Hey, partners, we're going to be at Freight Waves. Like, let's meet up. Or, you know, hey, like, how can we best, you know, or hey, I'm running a little promotion and here's what it is. And then introducing our sales teams to each other. That way they can help each other write on deals, maybe even do some side by side, you know, because if we're selling to someone and then you, 3PL, selling to someone at the same time, hey, we integrate. Should we just work on this together maybe? You know, if the customer a joint call, that's always the most ideal, right? If the customer's open to a joint call, especially again, like if we integrate, it, it might make sense for them to hear about that added value. It looks like you guys do some really cool happy hours too. We haven't really um, experimented 
with much of that at our company, 3PL Systems. But can you talk a little bit about like some of those happy hours that you guys do? Because they look pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy to talk about that. Yeah, that's something that we started doing in March of this year. And I've been to a couple of them. They're really fun. But yeah, the format really is we would work with one or two partners in a in a top market where all three companies have a strong presence of customers and prospects. Mm-hmm. Or we would piggyback on to like a TIA, which we've done, or a Freight Waves conference, which we just did last week. The goal is obviously to put on a great event, fostering an environment where people can come network, meet new people, share thoughts and ideas about the industry, et cetera. But also just to get in a room or in many cases on a patio with a drink and give the partner a chance to meet some of our customers. Um, Maybe they haven't met before or they have been calling for years and never spoken with. And then Mm -hmm. give our sales teams that chance too, you know, to meet some of our partners, customers that maybe they don't even know what parade is. Just creating an opportunity for customers to learn more about the companies and to have a great networking opportunity. For those brokers that, I mean, I'm obviously acutely aware of what Parade does, and I think you guys do some really interesting things. But for, I guess, brokers that, for whatever reason, are living under a box, don't know about Parade, how would you describe what you guys actually do for the market? Sure. Yeah. So um, Parade is a capacity management platform that is going to help you match the best carrier to every load. So I've never been a broker myself either, Jeremy, but it's my understanding that these brokers are just inundated with data and emails and spreadsheets mm-hmm. and it's more than they could ever digest, right? Mentally mm-hmm. and you know read through. I'll, I'll use a phrase that one of my former colleagues, Jesse, used. It's like turning on a light in a warehouse, right? It's helping shine a light to the data you already have. It's almost Mm. like a virtual assistant. It's going to help you be more productive and reuse your top carriers, right? Because if you've got a great carrier, they do a great job. Your customer is going to be really happy. And so that's, you know, you want to reuse them, right? So if they're available Mm -hmm. and they're a match for one, for a load that you're trying to get booked, wouldn't you want them to be considered? It's great. Um, We've got a ton of integration set up, giving them ability, giving them visibility into a lot more capacity than they would have on their own, right? It's not just DAT, not just truck stop. It's a lot more. So it's it's uh, it's giving them, in some cases, you know, four or five X of what they have already visibility into. Mm. Um, it gives them the ability to get those carriers to book now, gets them emails in, fr- in front of them. We've got a waterfall tendering tool, pricing intelligence. It's and then soon to be co-driver, right? Um, with the GPT stuff. So it's mm. all exciting stuff. Yeah, it's interesting because I I also heard too that a lot of the times the capacity emails that were sent out by the truckload carriers, they would just be a big email that were kind of just not personalized. And all those yeah. emails were just getting thrown in the trash. Mm. So it's interesting that you guys built that like natural language processor that kind of reads through those emails and then kind of digests that information into actual actionable capacity information. So yeah. It is like really fascinating and to your point too, with like the one and done carriers, it doesn't really make sense with like all the double brokering going on and all the fraud in our industry to only use yeah. a carrier once and then to act like they never existed again. So I think that that part, that problem in itself is really fascinating that I, I think it is, it's really good that they're starting to reuse carriers and 
And it, plus, like, it, it's got to cost money to set the carrier up and then never use them again, I would assume, too, yeah. like admin fees. Yeah, absolutely. And honestly, that's why I came here to Parade is great technology, right? You don't want to, if you're going to work at a software company, you want it to be somewhere where the technology is really good and it's delivering value. It's helping people to meet their goals and delivering a strong ROI. You don't want to work somewhere where the tech is not good, right? So that's why I came mm. here. The tech is rock solid. We've got Anthony leading the team and like a ton of other really smart people. <laughs> so it's- yeah, you guys have a great crew over there. Yeah. What's, um, just out of curiosity, how did you learn all this stuff? Because this is very nuanced, the stuff that we're doing. Like, you know, yeah. TMS is as nuanced. Parade is even more nuanced. So I, I'm just, I'm impressed by your ability to pick up on things so fast. But I, I was wondering, how do you how do you do that? How are you learning the industry? And how did you learn about, I guess, the internals of Parade? Is there any like ways that you ramped up faster? Because you, you ramped up pretty fast. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate those kind words. Um, so I Parade is my first freight technology job, right? So before this, I came from data protection and cybersecurity, managing partnerships over there. So I have a lot to learn, (laughs) a lot to learn. Literally, you know, when I started out here, it's like, this is a truck and these are the different types of trucks. So we had some beginner level industry training experience, which was great. It's asking just a ton of questions. And sometimes it's embarrassing, you know, especially if I'm asking like a really technical person, like, hey, um, what, I'm so sorry, but what does RPA mean? You know, it's like an acronym Mm. I've never heard. Oh, that's robotic process automation. You know, like that's a type of integration that we could do if needed. We prefer APIs. Sure. Yeah, you just have to ask a ton of questions. And I think that if you pay attention and listen and pick up on things and you don't have to ask the same question a bunch of times, people respect mm. that they see you picking up on it and they've got no problem helping you along the way. Do you guys use like Gong or anything like that? We don't use that tool internally, but I've heard other organizations use like Gong to record <laughs> calls and then so that new people could like listen in on it. I don't know if you guys do anything like that. I don't personally use that, but I know that our sales team uses that and that's helpful for them to, right? Because if we're in an active conversation, it's hard to be like, you know, heads down writing notes, especially in this day and age of just virtual meetings. So they'll use Gong, right? As our note taker too. They can go back and see what the next steps are, et cetera. But I personally Mm. don't use it. Cybersecurity (laughs) seems like it'd be really tough too. So maybe this was kind of like an... a nice way to be like technical, but a parallel kind of interesting yeah. technical fold. How did you end up like finding Parade anyways? Actually, Parade found me on LinkedIn. And, really? Um, interesting. Yeah, complete transparency. When the recruiter reached out to me and I saw the, you know, it was in freight, I was like, gosh, I don't know about that because I don't know much about logistics at all. And then hmm. I saw the company was called Parade. How could you not be excited about a parade? <laughs> Well, like I live here in Central Florida, just outside of Orlando, and we go to Disney. <laughs> we take mm-hmm. our two-year-old and five-year-old daughters to Disney, and what's you know what's one of the highlights of the day? It's the parade. So I I thought the company name was really exciting, and checked them out on LinkedIn, and got to talking about got to talking to Preet, um, one of our co-founders and our president, which is who I report to, and just mm. got really excited about the company and the technology, and here I am. It's fascinating how powerful LinkedIn is. I mean, I, I write a lot about LinkedIn. I actually write a lot on LinkedIn, like as a creator, but oh. it's it's really interesting, like the amount of opportunities that you could actually get from LinkedIn. That was like a recruiter, you said, because I have friends too that are, oh. 
like, you know, that look for jobs. And I always tell them the power of LinkedIn. So I yeah. it's just interesting. It's just making me think that LinkedIn is more powerful. It's always been powerful, but it seems like in the last two, three years, like, I don't know if it was like when Microsoft bought it, it got a lot better, more of like a social network. It wasn't as stuffy. So that's, that's really interesting. So a recruiter actually reached out to you and that's how that whole thing went down. That's how it went down. Yeah. That's how it all started. Yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. Did you have any other success with LinkedIn just out of curiosity in the past? Cause I, I found it to be very powerful, but I still think that, yeah. I think that obviously everyone's thinks it's more powerful now than it was, but I, I found that a lot of people like weren't really like up on it. Like even they weren't just like really writing content. They weren't, didn't really yeah. see the value. And I feel like maybe this year or even like in the last year and a half, maybe I feel like it's gotten a little bit more exciting. I don't know if you've noticed this yeah. as well with like content. Yeah, I have seen some exciting stuff on there, but admittedly, we just got done talking about uh, ChatGPT, right, on your mm-hmm. on your live event. Admittedly, now, anytime I read like a really good LinkedIn post that's like too good, I'm like, <laughs> was that ChatGPT or did they write that? <laughs> that is I mean, totally there's, fair. There's no fault, right? I mean, um, yeah. you use ChatGPT, right? I mean, I use it in my day-to-day to help me here and there. But when it comes to writing, you know, not everyone, as we learned in school, right? Not everyone's an A-plus writer. So when you see a bunch of A-plus LinkedIn posts, it kind of makes things that make you go, hmm. <laughs> That's totally fair. It's it's but fair. I, say, I think that... I was just going to say, I will say that I've seen quite a big up quite a big uptick in LinkedIn content, videos, people posting just like what they're out there doing. And I love it. I'm here for it. You know, I want to see the conference pictures, the happy hour pictures. I saw the other day, someone I spoke to said, yeah, I just posted this picture or sorry, this video of my daughter taking her first steps. And I was like, yes, like, you know, we're all here. Like, this is why we work hard, right? Mm. I would love to see more pictures of vacations and kids and new cars or whatever, right, on LinkedIn. Because oftentimes people that you work with, either at your company or a company that you work with, like a partner or customer, you know, you become work friends and your LinkedIn friends, I'll call it LinkedIn connections, but maybe Mm -hmm. you're not close enough to say, or it's awkward to be like, do you want to be Facebook friends or like Instagram Mm. friends, right? That's like a whole nother level. So Mm. I'd love to see more appropriate, right? Like let's, let's keep, you know, the politics and the other stuff off of it, but I'd love to see more who people are and what are they working for? And like, where are they vacationing this summer? I'd love to see some more of that on LinkedIn. If I'm just being totally honest. I appreciate that because I feel like too too many people are trying to control like what LinkedIn (laughs) is supposed to be. And like, you have this like one group of people that's like, it's not Facebook, it's not Instagram, stop sharing these pictures, stop sharing these selfies or whatever it might be. At the end of the day, like we're all people. And going back to your point, like with like these A plus writers with like ChatGPT, content has almost become to the point where like if you have like the time to do it, obviously like you could write really good content really easily now. Like anyone can if they're, obviously the prompts are important because like the intelligence of the actual question asked and like the detail of the prompt is important to the output. So like crap in, crap Mm -hmm. out type thing. That's kind of obvious. That part of it is also interesting because like it's also the creativity of the person and how they're just like Bitcoin, for example, and not to get into a, a crypto conversation and <laughs> we're almost done with the call. So I won't, I won't go into that whole thing. But the whole point with that thing was it, it wasn't necessarily that it was a, a new technology. 
it was just that there was a bunch of different pieces of technologies put together in a different set of ingredients that made something special. So I think it's yeah. like the same sort of thing with like any sort of like creativity, like creativity is not going, oh, I mean, it's, it's definitely easier to write stuff like now on like copy wise, but at the same time, I think that my thoughts is that video and pictures and all that stuff is just going to get more popular until they figure out how to do like the AI based upon like the video and like, you know, like reincarnating Kelly and Jeremy yeah. and, and that's going to be scary when that happens. We're not there yeah. yet, but that's why I think that video going live and video and all these other things, that's the next frontier mm -hmm. because you can't really hide behind the video quite yet. You know, like you have to like go, you have to show up, they have to see your personality, they see how you think. But um, I, I like that you said that, that like, I think it's a good idea to like share, share yourself, like see, let people see who you are and show them, yeah. give them a, a window into your, into your life. Because at the end of the day, yeah. we're like, we're all human. We're all connecting. Yeah, but agreed. yeah, but that was a fascinating conversation, Kelly. I appreciate the time. Any closing thoughts and any plans for the 4th of July? Ooh, um, plans for 4th of July. We are going to spend, I think, the whole day in our swimming pool, as long as none of Ooh. those crazy thunderstorms come through. Uh, we'll spend mm. the whole day in the swimming pool with the kids and some family. And I thought about getting them those um, red, white, and blue popsicles. Do you remember those from when you were a kid? Oh, yeah. Those are cool. I love yeah. those. Like, they're perfectly I don't think even. One in a long, long, long time. But I'm like, this needs to be a part of my children's 4th of July experience. That's cute. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then we've got enough neighbors that buy, buy fireworks, et cetera, that we can probably just see them from our yard, to be honest. So we'll, we'll get a little fireworks show as well. What about yourself? Yeah, I don't really have any plans. I think that I'm supposed to have breakfast with my buddy tomorrow. I'm going to get a smoothie down the street and just relax with my dog, Dolomite, a little albino dog that I have. He's a Havanese nice. poodle. Yeah. So yeah. I'll probably take Dolomite on some walks, maybe barbecue with some friends and then just kind of relax and just wind yeah. down a little bit. Where do we send people as well, Kelly, if they want to reach out to you and learn more about partnerships, potentially book a demo with Parade or learn more about you? Yeah, I can help with all of that. And my email address is so simple. It's just Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y at Parade.ai. That's easy enough. Yeah. Well, thank you for with, the time. With my last name having 13 letters, I was really happy that I didn't have to include <laughs> my last name. When I when I started at Parade, I'm like, yep, Kelly at Parade. Sounds great. <laughs> Where, where's that last name from, by the way? Germany. Yeah, I, I mm. married um, my husband, Derek, his like, extent, like, you know, extended family, you know, from a couple of generations up is from Germany. Mm, got it. Yeah, it's it's, it's a... It's a powerful last name. It's definitely yeah. very, very unique. Well, thank you for the time, Kelly. Yeah, thank you, Jeremy. I appreciate it. Have a great day. Thanks for sticking around to the end of the episode with Kelly over at Parade. I hope you enjoyed learning a little bit more about the partner management role. Integration partners are definitely huge for software companies because a lot of the times we can't really build everything in-house ourselves. So we have to need to take advantage of other companies that use machine learning and AI technologies to help out our customers. Hope you have a great weekend. And if you enjoy our show, definitely review us on Spotify and Apple. It helps us kind of find new listeners and keep the show going. Have a good one.